Bringing you the top stories from Bonners Ferry to St. Mary's and everywhere in between. This is the North Idaho PrepCast with Ryan Skaggs. That's right. Another edition of the North Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. Your weekly breakdown for everything Districts 1 and 2 up north in the state of Idaho. Brandon Bainey alongside Ryan Skaggs. Ryan, how are you? Doing well. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. And that's as far into the pleasantries as we're going to get because <laughs> you and I are both in a dive crunch today. <laughs> so it is. Uh, it let's is, let's roll, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's straight to business. So uh, big stories going on up north in wrestling and basketball. Pretty significant wrestling story that may have gone under the radar last week. And, that, and that's where we want to start this week is on the wrestling mats. Yeah, Sandpoint picked up the first league win over Lakeland since 2007. So um, chances are likely that there could have been a few kids on the team that weren't even born since the last time Sandpoint beat Lakeland in a league duel. So uh, pretty pretty substantial um, feat for the Bulldogs to get that win. And uh, I see the, the 4A out of the north for state this year probably going to be the most balanced representation they've had at state in a long time. That's good for all three of the schools in terms of getting guys to state bad in terms of competing maybe yeah. on, a, on a big statewide level, but yeah, whether or not somebody gets a top 10 finish, I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that works, but and shakes out for the teams from the North. It's a little bit of a down year. I would say for the four, a an up year for the three, a priest river has been making a run lately. Um, really quietly competed very well against some 5A schools at the River City Duels. And then uh, last weekend, ended up getting a, a second-place finish in a tournament. Um, you know, so, so Priest River is kind of peaking now, which is pretty interesting to see. And then the smaller schools, St. Mary's Potlatch and Clover Valley, are, are making runs. They've got some great, great wrestlers at some of these small schools, and these kids are going under the radar. Um, they can make some noise at state, bringing them some serious hardware. So, um pretty cool for the smaller schools to to be able to step up a little bit and obviously post falls is number two in the current rankings Coeur d'Alene's number three I don't think that's going to stay put very much longer I think Coeur d'Alene's going to end up jumping them in the in the next rankings um, as we're going to see some dates coming up where they've got the uh, the uh, North Idaho Rumble coming up this weekend at Coeur d'Alene High School and uh, Coeur d'Alene I think will be favored to win that tournament but there's gonna be some great wrestling coming up this weekend here in Coeur d'Alene yeah, a couple of quick notes, and then we'll preview that North Idaho Rumble. Rumble. Uh, number one, 2007, the last time Sandpoint beat Lakeland head-to-head -head in wrestling. Uh, I was a senior in high school in 2007. So I was in college. <laughs> yeah. So I was what, my yeah, my third year of college at that point. So, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> that's, that's wild. Uh, and to your second point, uh, that co-op between Clearwater Valley and Kamii is really making some noise at the lower. I think a lot of people are sleeping on yep. on those that that program, and uh, I'm I'm curious to see what they do when we get to state. Well, especially well. Clearwater Valley, you know that area between Clearwater Valley and Kamii, that little guy program. I mean, they're getting upwards of a hundred kids turning out for little kid wrestling. I mean, in that small of a community, is unbelievable what they're doing, and they're now starting to start see some of the fruits of their labor. Um, building those those smaller programs, you know, building the little guy program and then the junior high program, feeding it, um, they're gonna they're gonna do, be doing well for the next couple of years. 
Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch that. Okay, so North Idaho Rumble coming up this weekend. G- give us give us the, the breakdown. How many teams are coming? What kind of competition can we expect? Um, I want to say it's uh, there's over 24 teams represented up here. Um, you'll get a lot of the G- some GSL programs from Washington, so the Greater Spokane League will be represented. Um, you're going to get some teams from Southern Idaho coming up. I know that they're still waiting on final reservations with, with COVID stuff going on in other areas of the state, so... There's teams that have been kind of on hiatus. There's other teams that are jumping back in. So, um, you know, I think we should know by Thursday Thursday morning, I think they're going to have kind of the final numbers because there'll be a couple duels up here on Thursday night um, of who's actually showing up. But um, we know Coeur d'Alene will be there. <laughs> I think that they're going to be hungry. There's going to be some some solid uh, wrestling weight classes that are they're going to be out there. Um, the 195-pound weight class is going to be competitive. Obviously, you've got, you've got Rylan Rogers in there, but – um, you know, I, the lighter weights have been just in that tournament have historically just been an absolute free for all bloodbath. Um, it's kind of like blood sport out there on the mat. Uh, just, you get some of the smaller schools that got some, some of those lighter weights and those kids are every bit as good as the kids from the five A's and the four A's in Washington. So, um, don't be surprised if you see a, a few kids sneaking in there from like priest river or Kellogg, um, you, you know, placing in the top four, that wouldn't surprise me one bit. Um, I know that the, uh, 160 pound weight plus weight class is gonna be pretty competitive. I know Gunnar Julio is looking for getting a title there. So, um, yeah, just keep an eye on that one. I think we'll get the, the solid numbers as far as who's actually going to show up probably tomorrow, um, is where, you know, we'll rest because some of the Spokane schools have been shut down with COVID stuff. So we'll see how, how things play out for this weekend. Yeah. Well, the, the greater Spokane league is no joke. Uh, nope. when it comes to wrestling. wrestling, yeah, no. So, um, in other sports sometimes, but in, in yeah. wrestling, definitely yeah. not. So, sure. wow. Okay. That, yeah, it's going to be a good competition for sure. All right. Let's, uh, let's move to the basketball court where, uh, we, we have our weekly North Idaho nine. These are Ryan's power rankings of the best teams up North, regardless of classification. He ranks of one through nine based upon what they did the week prior. Let's start with boys basketball this week. Or do we, did we say boys or girls? The girls basketball. Girls. Right? We're starting with girls this week. We had our pre-production meeting like 20 seconds ago. And we <laughs> I think we hit record while we were finishing our meeting. Yeah, yeah we, we did. Okay. And so again, if you're watching this video on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel or Facebook page, we're going to put the, the North Idaho nine at the bottom of the screen. You can read it there. If you're listening audio only on IdahoSports.com or wherever you download your podcasts, you can just follow along. We'll go through the list yep. one through I'll nine. throw it up on the, on the Twitter feed too. So. Yeah. Perfect. That sounds great. And uh, g- give us that Twitter handle real quick because people uh, really need to be following you. In Idaho Game Night. So at in Idaho Game Night on Twitter uh, is where you can find us. So awesome. find me. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh, your girls basketball. Uh, not much change here uh, at the top, top. three stay Listen. the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So, go ahead and give us the breakdown here. So top three got Cordelaine on top. That game on Friday night. That girls team from Cordelaine is absolutely impressive. Um, Skylar Burke is one of the better girls players I've seen, and I mean just all around uh, leadership ability. I mean she can score from anywhere on the floor, but she plays defense like nobody's business too. And so that Cordelaine team is my sleeper pick for the state championship. I think that they're starting to peak. Early on, we weren't too sure about them. They went down to Boise and, and dropped the game down there. And um, no, I think that they're peaking at the right time, and they're playing. They're a complete team, and they get they get con- contribution off the bench too. And they've got like a couple sophomores and a freshman contributing in that lineup. 
um, coming off the bench. So, you know, they've got the girls that can score. Um, you know, Simons is, is a great scorer. She's got a thousand points in her career. Skylar Burke's got a thousand points in her career. So Coeur d'Alene's number one, Lake City's number two. Um, I was impressed uh, with the Pickfords. They, they're, they're the real deal. I mean, they can, they can flat play and zoo felt as a guard um, does a great job too for Lake city. And I think that they're, they're another team that's going to be reckoned with post falls still kind of lurking out there. I mean, I, I, you know, Coeur they gave Coeur d'Alene a run in that game that I had two two weeks ago. Um, it wouldn't surprise me coming back down the stretch if they, they steal a game, uh, especially come district time that, that they're a sneaky team they've got good guard play. Um, and they've got, you know, a couple senior guards that can, can flat shoot. So, uh, post falls will be hanging around. I'm not counting them out anytime soon. Um, now here's where things get crazy. Right? <laughs> so we've seen some movement, um, and we'll talk about it here in the in the next few uh, minutes as far as results from this last week. But Grangeville's up from six to number four. Um, I like the Bulldogs team. I really do. They're they're playing great ball down the stretch. They've beat some really good teams. They've beat Prairie. They've beat Kendrick, and it hasn't been close in those games necessarily either. So. Um, you know the Grangeville teams; they're 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 on a roll. Prairie, they're up up two spots to number five, um, defeating Lapway last week. So a huge win for that the Pirates team, and the, and that's a team I I wouldn't be surprised if Prairie and Lapway play in the state championship game on the girls' side. I mean, like you, we just keep throwing darts at the wall, and uh, you know there's there's some other teams around the state that are good, but the North is just so stinking deep, and that's what's just crazy about this season. Um, but the Pirates are up two to number five. I've got Timberlake down two. They're at number six. Um, they dropped their first game since what 42 meetings or 42 league games. They dropped, wasn't it that they dropped to Kellogg this last week? So, yeah. Um, that, and that's where the Kellogg comes into the rankings at number seven. Um, I didn't put them over Timberlake because they have split on the year, but. Um, yeah, no, that, that was a huge win for Kellogg. And, and Haley, uh, Haley Cheney had 33 points in that game. And then uh, Emily Coe had th- uh, 12 points and 13 boards. So, I mean, just a huge game for both for both players. And then Haley Cheney had 13 rebounds as well to go with her 33 points in that win over Timberlake. So just an absolute monster game uh, for Kellogg. And then I've got Lapway at number eight. And Kendrick at number nine. I'm gonna hear some noise on Twitter, so bring it. I, I'm not afraid to shy away. But that's just from what I've seen this this week's rankings, where the teams sit right now in North Idaho. That's where I've got them. So on the girl side, Kendrick at number nine. That's tough. I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Kendrick's your number nine team. That means that's how deep you are, though, too. Yeah, that's true. I've been banging the drum for Kendrick all year. Uh, Kellogg got that big win. It was last night. We're recording this uh, yeah. Wednesday afternoon, Tuesday night. They went uh, and defended their home court against Timberlake and won 59 to 53 in overtime and yep. snapped a 42 game Intermountain League winning streak for Timberlake. So a huge uh, win for that program. Yeah, I, I, I would expect to see both teams at state. Um, I think. I think the way it sets up right now is uh, second place has to play third place from District Three, and that looks like it's probably going to be New Plymouth at this point. But or not New Plymouth, sorry, not New Plymouth. Um, that's two A. Uh, it would be like probably Fruitland or Homedale, Weezer, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think Kellogg and or Timberlake wins that pretty easily. So, um, and then yeah, the the fight for the fish. 
talk about that a little bit because it happened on Friday. You the were fight on the for call. the fish that wasn't the fight for the fish, but still looked like fight for the fish. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, <laughs> on IdahoSports.com, you had the audio broadcast of the girls and boys games. Um, the annual fight for the fish was canceled. So here's the other big news at IdahoSports.com. We brought back our sports boards, Ryan. This is where fans can get on and and. <laughs> Talk, sure it went off the rails fairly quickly <laughs> right it, it, it it's the message boards where fans can get on and talk about teams and players and maybe a little snack yep. talk every now and then and yeah it just got it got infiltrated by spam bots and just became a graveyard at, at one point but we've cleaned it up <laughs> uh we've got lots of moderators now i'm a moderator so i'm in there you know somebody's spamming i'm i'm on it like you know what on rice yeah. and uh so the 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 sports boards are back you just go to sportsboards.com. It's also on the homepage at idahosports.com. Yep. Get signed up because, man, we're having some good chats in there right now. It's I'm really- sure there's some great conversation, especially with the shot clock implementation looming and, and stuff like that, too. There's some interesting stuff going on. Yeah, so we we had uh, we had Bo Jangles get on the sports boards and ask about the fight for the fish. He said, can someone please explain to me how canceling the spirit part of the games tonight, but still letting fans come is saving people from COVID-19. I talked to someone that is there and she said it is sold out. Gym is packed, but no spirit competition because COVID. I yeah. know you were, you were there. Can you tell us what was going on up there? Um, the only thing I could pretty much say to you is that they capped the community access tickets so they didn't cap the students so they kept all the fight for the fish tickets that have been previously purchased by the students and they honored them um what i could see was in the upper levels where i was set up um next in front of the quarter parent section was at maybe 60 percent that that's the only difference that i saw was like on the quarter and lake city side the parent section was close to full but not quite the student section was packed and they were loud and crazy and it was awesome. Um, so I think that they, you know, the students are in, in contact with each other so much anyways at school every day. I think that they kind of just said that that was the wash that, you know, that they're going to try to limit anybody else from the outside that didn't have tickets already purchased for the game. They just cut them off as of like two o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. Um but it was an awesome crowd. It was pretty dang full. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it was packed. It's not like Golden Throne full, like the Lewiston Clarkson game will be this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll still be pretty packed. It was, or it still was pretty packed. And uh, it was an awesome atmosphere. It was a ton of fun. It was a great game. I mean, the boys' game was super entertaining too, even though it was low scoring. It was just a defensive battle. Um, but that girls game was just absolutely impressive just to see the firepower Coeur raced out to a lead Lake city erased a 14 point deficit and came back and tied the game with like a minute and change left and uh, had a chance to send it to OT on the last shot of the game. And uh Coeur got the rebound off the, uh, off the miss instead of the tip in from, uh, from Lake city. And that was how the game ended. I mean, it could have, it could have gone to OT in that girls game. It was a great game. Yeah. Uh, Coeur d'Alene, obviously very talented. We know about Maddie Simmons. We know about uh, Skylar Burke. Uh, yep. At least from my perspective, and I'm not watching the games. I'm just looking at the recaps and the box and stuff. It seems to me, Ryan, Lily Fennessy is very quietly really Madison Mitchell, yeah. the point guard. Madison Mitchell is a baller. I, I mean, she's a sophomore, but she can flat play. She fouled out in that game with uh, 
I think it was like two minutes, two and a half, three minutes left in the game. And she had already, she had 15 points in the game. And, you know, Cordelaine missed that. I think that it would have been, had she stayed in the game, I think Cordell, it wouldn't have been a question. I think that that run by Lake City would have been capped because on the defensive end, she had, I think, five or six steals in the game. Um, so, yeah, Madison Mitchell is kind of the X factor for the Vikings. She's a great guard. And uh, quite her and, her and Lenny Fennessey are just, yeah, very quietly, just steady throughout the game and, and have great games. I mean, that that quarterly lineup can flat shoot. I don't care who you give it to. Somebody in that lineup scoring. Um, even behind the arc, they started from behind the arc. They started the game. Their first four shots were all three-pointers, and they were four for four. That's how the game started. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad way to go, for sure. Yeah. No. yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the second part of the uh, the the fight for the fish, you mentioned it, Lake City Coeur d'Alene, kind of a lower scoring game. And now let's move to our North Idaho nine for boys basketball. And this is where there was a big shakeup at the number one spot, Ryan. Yep. I'm so I've been I've had Lake City there. And it's Lake City still the number one team in five A. I'm dude, Lapway. I mean, come on. Dunk City, <laughs> man. That team, if if they're not if they're not dunking the ball, they're draining threes from like 10 feet beyond the arc. I mean, this team is ridiculous. Um, To go in one week, I don't know another team in the state of Idaho that's put up 100 points twice in the same week, but that's what they did last week. Yeah, I mean, you look at the the numbers, and I was like, that that can't be right, right? This didn't this didn't really happen, and then it and then it happened again. Yeah, and these you know these aren't bad teams that they're playing. No, like, like Prairie. Like Prairie's a pretty solid team. They're, they were the number two team in the state. <laughs> they're, they're they're second place in the conference, and they win one ten to sixty seven. I mean, and and, and then they, they called, beat. Troy. And here's the the scary part is they called off the dogs. Ugh. Like that's that's the part that like the the backups were coming in and they're scoring in double digits. That's how I mean that's that's the kind of game that they had. And I, I mean they got a huge win against Cameo last night. And, you know, they had their, their entire lineup, again, scored in double figures. Well, they only won that game against Kamii 71 to 44. I yeah, mean. only. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm serious. They, I don't see them losing, honestly, another. The only way they, they lose, and I'm talking, I'm talking all the way to, to the title, the only way they lose is, and we're going to knock on wood here, they, like, have a rash of injuries that knocks some guys out but even then their second unit could still come in and they'd have to grind grind some some games out yeah, i think Elias year out can come in and play really well they've got other guys in that in that lineup that are on that bench that can play with anybody yeah and and you know i would say covid but they've kind of lap boys already had the covid yeah. stuff go through their school so they i mean they should be good there right yeah and you know that's the thing about lap i mean you just look at them i don't know if we've seen a team like this in the state of idaho in a while like, I really don't know if, like, there's a team that's been this dominant. And we talked about it last year when they were young. And we're like, hey, look at this Lapway team next year. You know, they've got everybody back. And the next year, they're going to have three out of five back. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I, uh, crazy. Wow. I, I can't wait for to, to see them put together their, their non-con schedule next year, non-conference slate. Uh, because they've already beaten two 5A teams this year, and uh, they're just so excellent. Okay, so Lapoy's one. The, yeah, they're going to have to leave the state of Idaho next year, I think, for some of their non-conference stuff, because I don't yeah. know if anybody in Idaho wants to eat that max preps hit. 
Well, this is a perfect spot where Lapway could, could go to the Tarkanian Classic in Las Vegas. Yep. They could they could even go out to you know a tournament like California, like Hawaii did this past year, mm-hmm. and I think they could hold up pretty well. So yeah, I, I'm I'm if they don't go to a big out of state tournament next year, um, I think they'll have missed an opportunity. So yeah, um, but again, small school travel budget, all that stuff. They'll I, be playing. I, I want to see him play like Gonzaga Prep, Central yeah. Valley, the Spokane Big Schools. I really think that that would be they'll compete with anybody absolutely so yeah. yeah i've got lake city too and that's not a lock to knock to lake city i think that's just how dominant lapway is right now um big one right here is st mary's moving up to three i'm impressed with the lumberjacks right now they're like kind of i don't want to say sneaky but like they've been in the rankings all year in 2a and they're the defending state champs and it's like what else do we have to do to like get anybody's respect I understand they lost to ambrose but like they, you know, they go out and they smoke Sandpoint last night in you know, a 4A school. They've beat, you know, the entire IML. So you can give them the league champ there. They've beat the IEL. So they give them the 4A title too. I mean, like literally they've won the league title in, in three. And actually you could throw in some of the 1A divisions too that they've played also. You could give them the league championship right now. Like, I mean, except for obviously they still have to play Lapway one more time, but. Let me tell you though, that was like the one time this year Lapway's actually been tested though. Lapway yep. only won 59 to 53. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's that tells you a lot about St. Mary's and Tristan Gentry is just playing out of his mind right now. Um, last night he had what 20 points, nine rebounds, five assists against Sandpoint. I mean, from your big man, come on. <laughs> like, yeah. So um st mary's is rolling and you know i look at them right now and i'm like that they're as good as you know they're up there with the top five teams i mean they're i'd, I'd love to see a quarter lane st mary's game those two styles against each other and you get gentry and cameron cope playing down low like that'd be an awesome game to see yeah gentry was the 2a mvp mvp of the 2a state tournament last year as he helped St. Mary's uh, win the title. So uh, St. Mary's three, Coeur d'Alene four. That would be a fantastic matchup. Uh, and then you got Lewiston at number five. Lewiston's like, what do we have to do? I mean, yeah, they picked up the loss last week to Coeur d'Alene. Um, I really didn't see that one coming, to be honest with you. I don't. I look at Coeur d'Alene and I'm like, defensively, they're so good, but they just have such struggles scoring. And, you know, that's going to come back and bite them, I think, later in the year. But defense, they say defense wins championships, but... I mean, they kind of remind me, I don't know if you remember the, you know, from when you were in high school, but the 2007, 2008 WSU Cougar team and Tony Bennett was there Mm -hmm. similar, like just really, really tight defense, try to keep the game in the forties and fifties and see if you can hang on and and steal some games. And that's how Coeur d'Alene plays. Um, Lewiston, I think wants to run the floor a little bit more. They've got a little bit better athletes, I think. But the Bengals have got to show something. They've got to come back and put together four quarters if they're going to you know, beat quarterly in the next time around. And they're going to have to probably steal a game in the, in the district tournament too. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see. So at six, I've got Moscow. Um, I told you that Moscow is going to go on a run and they did. And uh, that's where they're at right now. So they're at number six. They've got a tough slate in front of them though. Cause they got to play all the five, a schools. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to have all the five A teams and then they get to go back to their district tournament and play Sandpoint and Lakeland, play one of those teams twice. And that league is so weird that it wouldn't surprise me if Lakeland steals one of those games. Like it really wouldn't. And it's just how it is. <laughs> so especially on the girls' side too, because Lakeland beat Sandpoint last week. Like it's just a weird 
three team league that it's kind of like give each other sledgehammers and whoever survives at the end of the day, like, okay, I guess you're league champions, <laughs> but Moscow could be a team that could make some noise at state too. Um, they've got great guard play. They could play defense pretty well. So the bears I've, are an interesting team to watch. I've learned after Sandpoint's girls soccer team didn't make it to state. <laughs> you don't, you don't bank on anything in that district. It no, is a, you it's don't. a wild west. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I said, like I told you that one of our first episodes, one and eight, you're headed to state. Like you get the <laughs> one league win, you get to go in. So yeah, it's uh, <laughs> anything can happen in that conference and it's just weird, but yeah. Um, the Bears are a team to keep an eye on because I think that they will play. I, I think that they could be obviously beat Post Falls, get a win there. They could steal a game from Coeur d'Alene. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, they could steal, you know, I don't know if they're not going to get Lake City. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I don't want to count. I'm going to make some Moscow fans mad just by counting them out automatically in that game. But um, yeah, so Moscow's got a tough road in the next few weeks, but I think that they could um, definitely win the district title and get the state and, and maybe win a game or two down there. Yeah. Um, so I've got Kamii at seven, um, picked up a big win over Logos, um, you know, or not over Logos over Prairie last week. And so that, that whole dynamic with Prairie Logos, Kamii all kind of cyclically beating up on each other mm-hmm. is just going to be interesting. That district tournament's going to be awesome outside of Lapway beating whoever they play in the title game by probably 50. Right. Um, <laughs> that number two seed is going to be a bloodbath to see who earns that earns that number two seed to state for sure. And uh, so I've got Prairie eight and Priest River comes in at nine. So and then just missing is Logos and Lakeside. I've got them on the outside looking in as well as Bonners, Ferry and Kendrick too. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good list. Uh, I agree. Uh, we're getting to the end of the girls' regular season. Like by this yep. time next week, we'll start talking, you know, girls' districts and looking at the brackets and how we think things might go there. So, you know, next week's episode might be a little more girls' basketball heavy, uh, sure. only because they're entering the postseason. But man, what a fun time of year, huh, Ryan? Yeah. And you still got Wallace and Clearwater Valley hanging out on the outside on the girls' side, too, with like yeah. three losses on the year. I mean, there's come, I mean, this, it's just been an exciting year of basketball up North and uh, wrestling is going to be fun because they're entering down the stretch too. So you're going to see the loaded lineups coming back and, you know, they're not going to be holding guys out as much down the stretch. So it's going to yeah. be uh and you've had COVID run through some teams. So you're going to see teams that were down a little bit for a couple of weeks, come back and make a run. So um, yeah, we'll uh, hang on tight and buckle the seatbelts because it's going to be, as uh, John McClain would say, hold on to your butts. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Okay, uh, real quick. Uh, yeah, any broadcasts coming up this week on IdahoSports.com? Saturday, we've got the Mead Panthers from Spokane, the GSL 4A team taking on Lake City on Saturday. So, we'll be there for that game just down the street from my house. So, cool. it'll be a, a fun game to watch a Washington school that's pretty good uh, taking on a really good Lake City team. All right, that'll be a lot of fun to see the full schedule of games, not just in North Idaho, but statewide. Click on the Game Streams tab at idahosports.com on the homepage. Uh, that'll do it for the North Idaho PrepCast. Big shouts to Ryan Skaggs, as always. I'm Brandon Bainey. Enjoy the games this week, everybody, and we'll see you next time on IdahoSports.com.